one of the specialties in Portugal is are sardines. Uh-huh. Um, right, we get them from the sea. Sure. So uh, I ordered some sardines. I'm, I'm not a particular sardine fan, but here I am in Portugal, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. So they bring you these fresh sardines, mm. and they just uh, gut them, but they give you the whole sardines, mm-hmm. three of them on a plate with the fins and the head, the whole thing. And you got to down it, which I usually don't care for, but okay, this is okay. You know, this is the way we do it here, and it's going to be fresh and delicious. As soon as the, the they put the plate of three sardines on my on the table i am surrounded instantly i don't know where they come from by 500 cats ah okay that all of the cats of portugal have converged <laughs> at my feet <laughs> because they know they serve this yeah, well, exactly so. these guys aren't stupid <laughs> what else do they have to do really? all day right i'm sure they get rewarded right regularly well they were rewarded by me because they knew that most um, most american tourists and they were able to distinguish me as no, an american sure, they tur- picked you out, these yeah. are cross-culturally savvy cats well th- there you go they knew they probably that actually I w- are i mean you know, they knew <laughs> i wasn't going to eat the head or the tail uh, right? Yeah, sure. They knew that was going to be leftover. Leftovers. And like in many cultures, the, 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 the flesh right at the base of the head by the gills is the most delicious. Oh, okay. I'll take so, your word for it. Yeah, yes. In many places, that's like the honored, um, huh. the, the honored part I've of I've eaten fish. fish for many years, grown up on the water and, and done fishing, and, and, and I've never really dealt with that. So yeah, that's there's interesting a, There's to a know. fleshy part where the head meets the gills. And are you talking about me now, or are you talking about the fish? <laughs> Well, but it may be it may be true in both cases. I, I I've never gotten that close. I've gotten very close to the fish, but I've never gotten that close well, to you. We could leave it that way. It's all right. It'll be all right. So these fi- these cats know that this fish. I'm not going to eat the head and the tail, and they are all around my feet instantly. Uh-huh. And I like cats, so I'm having a good time. Not only am I having a wonderful meal, but I'm getting entertained. Right. 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 And there's some of these pretty little cats. Then there's a few cats that are really rough. Yeah. You know, missing an eye. Ah, uh, yes. A jaw, you yeah. know, a tail, that kind of thing. They have the they have those interesting songs. So to I sing. took yes. I took sympathy on those and I asked the waiter for a plate uh-huh. and I took the heads and the tails off and I put that on the plate and I tried to put the plate down on the ground for the for the cats who've had a hard a hard life. Okay. A hard knock life. You they, were trying to control which cat got it? Is that what you're cats, trying to do? You know. Yeah. For the Annie cats. Okay. And the Annie cats. For the hard knock life cats. <laughs> I think you're mixing your uh, metaphorical shows here. Yeah. Well, the, the Annie and cats, <laughs> put it together, it may be an interesting show. Uh, it could, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea. No, it's a really lousy <laughs> so idea. So I put <laughs> the plate down on the ground, right? And the tough guys, Yeah. they kept everybody else away. Ah, that's why they're the tough guys. I mean, the one that was missing an eye got most of the goodies. Sure. Uh, there you go. The, the Moisha Diane of, uh, of cats. <laughs> tough. Right. Here's tough. an old reference for people. Go ahead, look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I, by the way, I just had a wonderful time with those sardines. It was delicious. A nice glass of Portuguese cold white wine with that was perfect. Wonderful. Yeah. By the way. Oops, your culture showing. Yes, it is. I'm, it always does. Well, and in, in, in all of the stories that you've told here before we even got to this point, you are, um, are culturally based in some form. I guess. You know, everything we do, I mean, all the food we eat, uh, whatever we put in our mouth, you know, I mean, it's all culturally determined. Well, also, the where people are, are kind of figuring out what kind of foods they eat by where they are and what's available, what's right? Ava- right, right. And some of the, you know, you can identify cultures by the food and, and how you eat your food and what you do with your food. And it, it, all of that is I don't think we want to get culturally into determined. Well, we didn't intentionally <laughs> decide to talk about food, but... You raised the issue of sardines and cats. I don't think I did, but (laughs) fair enough. And interestingly, Uh, we're all eating very specific culturally determined foods, right? I mean, Easter, where we eat eggs and bunny rabbits, (laughs) chocolate ones. (laughs) Because, <laughs> well, in some places they do eat bunny rabbits. So, uh, Orthodox Easter and Roman Catholic Easter and 
uh, I think both celebrate the egg, the eating of the egg. Right. Uh, the Roman that's, Catholics that's celebrate true. eating bunny rabbits with the eggs. Yeah, it's, 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 it's confusing. It's, but, uh, I don't. I never got the relationship between rabbits and we're eggs. Not sure but, how? Because as far as I know, mammals don't produce. Yeah, I'm not sure eggs. that. I think that kind of got blurred over time. I think the real aspect of all of that is is the reawakening and. Bunny, nothing, nothing can create uh, new life better than a rabbit. Fertility. Yeah, and eggs are another sign of that. Right. So new um, life and fertility, which goes back even farther, which takes us back to like religions that go back to the beginning of the human species. But um, let's stick with where we are. The bunny rabbits and chocolate <laughs> eggs. <laughs> So, you know, this, these are special foods for special occasions. So, obviously, they're culturally related, right? Right. Passover, where there's lots of special foods. Um, there's the egg, too. There is like an egg that you eat. Mm -hmm. But there's the leaven, the unleavened bread, the matzah. Right, right. And, right. and, um, and horseradish, this mm -hmm. bitter herb that mm -hmm. you eat. Uh, this is kind of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily eat at any other time of the year. Although you could, but... But it comes from so long ago that it's it's something that probably had an established reason for happening, which is a lot to do with many of the different cultural aspects that develop. I mean, they have reasons for I think doing the, it. Yes, and the reasons are a combination Usually. of what is available right. and also uh, the meaning, the symbolic meaning that's attached to it. Hey, we didn't introduce ourselves. We didn't. And <laughs> and um, you're Dean Foster. I am indeed. Last and, time I looked. And and I, th okay, good. We we checked what was stitched into, you know, your clothing and it does say Dean Foster on it. So that's good. <laughs> well, I'm lucky. You yeah. know, you never know. You, you wake up in know. the morning. How did we get to that story? I have no idea. I, I, I was about to say, I'm Tom Peterson. <laughs> oh, so we were going to make introductions. Yeah, yeah. We haven't introduced ourselves. No, no, you've been introduced. <laughs> and you are? Uh, well, I'm Tom Peterson. I said that before. <laughs> And, and and again, you're paying as much attention to me as you usually do. So uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> we are, and and you're Dean Foster, which we did establish, and and hopefully by these stories, and also by now. I mean, if you if you're following along now, we're uh, we're several episodes into this uh, into this podcast. So if you're following along, then you have a pretty good idea of what we're doing here, what we're trying to do here, and. Um, and and mainly what we're trying to do is to to make you laugh and learn at the same time, and you're learning about cultures around the world. So and Dean is a um, a specialist, an expert, and I'll come up with other adjectives along the way. But um, and so some not so complimentary. That I'm many sure. not complimentary, <laughs> and and um, and we're so that's why we had to put up with listening to those stories at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> put up with them, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well. To oh, use did I the say Canadian, that? Was that out loud? To use the Canadian A? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've crossed Which the border Which has multiple, yet again. multiple meanings. Does it? Does it really? Well, it could be a little ironic, as I just used it, but uh -huh. it can also uh -huh. be a confirmation, an affirmation, a, a question. Okay. As does the word okay, if I say it in different ways. That's right. There you go. That's right. And that's a, that's a cultural issue right It there. certainly is. You... A and who else do we hear? hear? There's me, there's you. And... Oh, you mean the person laughing in the background yes. and contributing absolutely nothing to the program? <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be Torn, our producer, who is, uh, with any luck, will actually uh, go digging through the, the vast resources of the world and come up with answers for us as we're going along. And... Mm -hmm. um, and when not, um, support us by uh, by chirping in every now and then. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, Torn? Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> you there? Good. Wake up, Torn. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. He's still awake, I, I think. Um, or he's gotten very good at talking while sleeping. Anyway, there you go. Right. So, sardines. <laughs> sardines. It was that. And right around the gill, you say, eh? Right around yeah. the gill. Mm. Yeah, I mean... You serve the head of a fish in China, for example. Uh -huh. You're the honored guest. So when the fish comes out at the banquet, yes. And by the way, you know that it's the banquet is coming to an end. If if the head of if the fish comes out at the table, see if you're in China yeah. and and let's say you're going there for business or you know somebody there, it's very soon after you arrive. You're going to go to a banquet. Yeah, you'll be invited to a, a lovely meal. Okay, and um, 
at the banquet, there's a series of dishes. And usually there's a lot of dishes. It's the kind of situation where there is about as many dishes as there are people at the banquet. Multi-multi-courses. Yes, and they'll come out and they'll be served on these round, lazy Susans at uh, the yes. center of your yeah, table. Yeah. And and traditionally, uh, the tables in China are going to be round. Okay. Uh, this way, everybody gets a chance to speak with everybody, and it's hard to identify who is really the senior, the more the equal aspect. Right. Yeah. It's more okay. for socializing. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and there's a, throughout the banquet, there's a lot of getting up, moving around, talking to different people at different tables. Mm -hmm. It's very. It's kind of loose like that. It's not. Hmm. It's not formal and staid in in a Western kind of way. Okay. Because this is an op an opportunity for socializing mm. and getting to know each other, and maybe if you're there on business, talking about things that would be difficult to talk about during the formal meeting during the day okay mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so you can sort sort out things uh entre nous you know one one by one mm -hmm. but anyway the banquet will begin usually with a toast and then there'll be um some some noodly type of dishes and then all sorts of combinations of dishes vegetables chicken meats fish um, usually reflecting all the various flavors of the region that you're in, as well as the other cuisines of China, because, you know, China's got many different kinds of cuisines. Right. There's Shanghainese food. Big and country, yes. And, and, and Mandarin, Beijing mm -hmm. food, and down in the south is Cantonese food, and they all have different flavors and different specialties. So you're, you're there, and then suddenly the, you, you've been there for about an hour or so, and then the whole fish comes out. And the waiter will cut off the head and serve the head of the fish to the honored guest. Mm. So if you're the honored guest, you're going to get offered the head of the fish. Okay. And it ha uh, and because the cheeks or the part just by the gills yeah. and also the eyes, these are the tastiest part of the fish. Okay. Now, a lot of U.S. Americans, they don't want to eat the head of the fish. Mm. And, right. and I was once offered the head of the fish. Okay. And what you want to do is you don't want to dismiss the effort at hospitality that's being expressed. But if you can't eat it, you can't eat it. I mean, bottom line with all of this about food and different cultures right, is that right. if you can't put it in your mouth, I mean, you can't put it in your mouth, right? <laughs> so, or if you do, you got to do something with it once it's right, in there, right? which it's, is usually either swallow or spit it out. And, and spitting it out, would that, is that going to go okay? Because no, 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 it's not going to look good. So, but. So what I said was, <laughs> I, I understand that in in China this is a major honor, and right. uh, but in my country uh, this is an unusual thing for me to eat. So let me pass this honor to somebody who can appreciate it in their belly as well as their heart. Mm -hmm. And I gave it to my Chinese colleague who was sitting right next to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so there was there was the expression of recognition and. And and thank you for the hospitality, but also I didn't have to do something that I I, I found objectionable. Right, right, right. And uh, so the head of the fish is often the honored part, and this is not in only China. This is in, in many many places. Mm. All right. But I was in Portugal, and I was having sardines, and yes. I gave the head of the fish to the honored guest, which was the the beat up cat. The at cat my with feet. one eye. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have the cat with one eye over quite often for 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 a meal. Yeah. An honored guest. Yeah, honored. They're honored usually guest. very sophisticated because they've been through a lot. They've been through. They've seen. Well, maybe not seen a lot. That's probably <laughs> the wrong thing to say. They've seen about half of what everyone else has seen, <laughs> but they've experienced so much more. Yes, they have. <laughs> Let's take a break. While listening to this, you may think, hey, you know, I wonder, well, if you have a question like that and want to ask us, there's a couple ways you can do it. One would be through email, which is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow at gmail.com. And then there's also our handle on Twitter, which is oopscultureshow. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow. I know, I know, it's not original, but but it works. Okay. So I would have had trouble putting the head of the sardine in my mouth. Okay. But I would not have had trouble putting the nata in my mouth. Uh, oh, okay. Have, have you, the, the nata. The nata. 
because that, that almost in, slipped by me there. I'm in Portugal, uh huh, and the the really the famous iconic Portuguese dessert are these lovely little tartlets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. No, we're talking about food. Uh, we're, okay. All right. Good. These lovely. Yes. yes. Little tartlets. Little tartlets. They're, they're kind uh-huh. of like um, creme caramels or creme brulees, but oh, really? little miniature ones. Very nice. Um, they're very sweet and creamy. It's uh-huh. got a custard cream. Uh-huh. And you can pop these suckers in your mouth like five at a time. They're I'll bet you wonderful. can. I'll bet you can. And yeah. and they go down so easy. Uh-huh. And there's even an ad campaign <laughs> that I've seen, which is the world would be better if everybody ate nata, okay. a better place. <laughs> and I agree. I totally yeah. agree. Sounds great. Yeah. So after a nice lunch, you know, with a glass of nice cold Portuguese wine, yeah, and yeah. then some espresso, some dark shot of coffee and a few natas and you're set for the day man yeah uh, sounds like it the cats Wonderful. don't eat the nata by the way oh well not my the cats with anyway them. that's they they have no taste then they also eat the head and the tail so there you go they were happy with the head and the tail yeah well and then to each his own which i think is kind of what we're talking about here that is every culture's got its preferences there you go mm-hmm. and it's fun to learn about them but but you, in in stepping out there and being open to learning about these new flavors and tastes and experience and, and going and, and for it sometimes you and are actually going, trying you it. are going for it and yeah. you are opening yourself up to possibly trying something that will be difficult yeah, or well, sure. you got to know what you're putting in your mouth you it, know it, Wow, words to live by right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you put something in your mouth that you don't like. That's a Other times it's okay. I'm, you know, you know, I was I've been good. I've been good. I uh, you gave me the uh you don't, you don't the lovely to. little tartlets and I and I just kind of let it go, you know. And um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a different subject to go to uh, rapidly. Well, let's stay on what you put in your mouth. Okay. Okay, because oh, good. <laughs> the most objectionable thing that I ever put in my mouth. All right. I think we have to take a break here. Um, <laughs> when, no, I'm going to, I'm a fool. So I'm going to go, really? And, and, and what was that? It was in Kazakhstan. It, it, it was in Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan. Okay. Not, it was not Kazakhstan. It was in It Kazakhstan. wasn't the entire country <laughs> okay. of Kazakhstan. That's, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> good. Uh, so what, what, uh, I, I what was I am a culture that? file, and I will devour a, a culture, but <laughs> nice. I, not all of Kazakhstan. Well played, sir. Um, okay. Yeah. So what was so this So in uh, Kazakhstan, I was I'm off- assuming it was, I was food. Uh, yes. I was okay. offered the eye... <laughs> What else are we talking about? I don't know. Keep moving. I was offered the <laughs> eye of the goat. Ah, this sounds, these sound like, I, I have to say, this whole thing sounds a little like we've combined elements of the Godfather, which would be swimming with the fishes or the head of the horse. Um, but and, you're not expected to eat any of them. So you're sleeping with the head of a fish or something. But, um, well, I don't know. When some, they eat, the horse gets eaten in many, many countries. Oh, that's but, true. That, um, that's very but, true. I, but swimming with the fishes is, is probably not a good idea. Um, and now we have The Eye of the Goat, which sounds yes. like a murder mystery novel. It sounds like a line from Macbeth. <laughs> Eye of <laughs> Goat. Yes. Oh, yes. What is what Tale of Toad. Newt and Frog falling yes. from the skies. And is that one of, of the opening lines of Macbeth? I, I think, think it is. Uh, it's the witches or something. Is that Macbeth? Double, double, yeah, toil and trouble. trouble. The cauldron and all of that. Yes. 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 Fabulous. Still yeah. fabulous. It's great stuff. It, it's a little it, old, but it's good stuff. It just gets better. Does it like fish? Like <laughs> like no, sardine? That, no, that does not work. No, <laughs> wine might work. Wine will go with, but uh, fish doesn't usually approve with age. No. Yeah. So it was the eye of the goat. So eye of the goat. And did this actually? <laughs> did I end up? <laughs> okay. I I almost walked right into that one. I um. <laughs> I don't know if it's the left eye or the right eye, okay. but it was an eye. It was, and it was this an is eye. a big sucker. Yes. You think about the size of a of a goat's eye, I, 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 which I often do. <laughs> well, I'm uh, often contemplating the size of a goat's eye. Yeah, yeah, it's big. It's a big eye, is it? It's a big sucker. Eh, well, that's what I was thinking. So I I'm would happy say, to know I was accurate. I would say that 
Well, me? is it bigger than is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> it's about as big as a bread. almost. It the seemed biggest. that way. Well, that's weird. That's kind of weird. But because you look that's at one you big look at freaking a, goat. Right you look there. at a goat's eye in yeah. the goat. Yeah. Well, when you look at them, which I again I do often. Yeah. <laughs> you only see like a little a little bit of it. Well, the same with at, your eye. It's true with all eyes. I think. It's, well, the eyes have it. Yeah. <laughs> but when you take that organ out of the head <laughs> and put it on a plate. It's a big sucker. It looks like it looks like the size oh, of a brain. Please help I, me. It's big. Someone help me. Um, yes. Well, I I'm sure when it when that organ comes out onto the plate, it's pretty big. Now here's um, the. Do you want to know the reason why yes. I was given the eye of the goat? I would first love of all, do you to want know to know why. what I did with it? I well, do I? Do I? I mean, help me out here. Do I want to know what you did with the yeah. eye of the goat? I guess some people could eat it the way you would eat any other item on your plate, but okay. I couldn't. I just had to get it down as fast as possible. Little, did you pop the whole baby right you in your mouth? Pop the whole baby in your mouth and you follow it with a shot of vodka. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That's how it's getting down there. Yeah. Okay. Don't chew. So no chewing, just you swallow it. Well, you kind of like. I mean, but when you chew, I'm you sorry. It, right, I'm sitting back. here right now having a problem with it. Look, this is the way I did it because I just, you know, you I, didn't know. I, I didn't savor there it. There was no training session in that no, or anything. No, it wasn't. No, no. I, and I didn't try to savor it. I'm sure some people would find it delightful. Did, and and but, how did your hosts react to to your uh, the way you dealt, dealt with, with pleasure? It? Good. And and kind of pleased were they surprised that I did this. at all that you were willing to? Yes, go I ahead? think they were. Look, yeah. a lot of places know that the food that they offer, the traditional honorary food that mm-hmm. they're giving you, mm-hmm. is probably unusual and difficult, and mm-hmm. they have fun with that. They like, you know, let's let's see let's see what the <laughs> U.S. What American this does, does to this yeah. time. <laughs> he thinks he's smart about these kinds of things. <laughs> we like to watch you eat chicken and ants. You know, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and ants—they were a law firm, weren't they? No, they were a vaudeville team. Were they? I knew well. Well, that's pretty much the same. It's kind of the, the same. same. It depends yeah. on what, what you're doing. It's pretty, it could be the same. Except the vaudeville team's more entertaining. That's all. Yeah. So, so why did they offer me the eye of the goat, you asked? I, I, hold on. So, Dean, um, <laughs> why, why did they offer you the eye of the goat? Because it was an honor. See, okay, I think we did that set, already. In though. your in your honor, they <laughs> you got was, nothing else. That's in it. Your, <laughs> in your honor, they'll sacrifice the goat. Or, I think they the honor and also, sheep. as you said before, I really think or a sheep it could I, be I, could be a sheep. Ooh. Oftentimes, it's a sheep. This tradition, by the way, exists in many other Central Asian uh-huh. um, countries and cultures near Kazakhstan. So it's not only Kazakhstani, um, but in different versions. The idea is we're sacrificing an animal and we're taking a part of the animal and offering it to you as a statement of something about you that Mm. is to be honored. So Our recognition of the fact that you have a certain quality represented by the animal part that you are about to eat. (laughs) So the uh, stay with the eye. With uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. So um. the eye of the goat <laughs> represented the fact that they saw me as someone with wisdom. Ah, and, I see. And foresight. Did they tell you that, or no, are you come I, up with that? this? I know. Oh, okay. Well, that's convenient. But this is a cultural <laughs> fact, right? So I wasn't surprised at this. No, okay. Yeah. But ha- the first time experiencing it. I will always remember for the rest of my life and and recounting it to you right now. Yes. So this was a way of their saying, you are the wise one who's come to help us uh, in the work that I was doing there at the time. So it was an honor. Yeah. So depending on how they see you, you get Mm -hmm. a different part of the animal. Well, (laughs) uh uh-huh. So pig's feet would be a um, a completely well, different Well, you're not going to eat pig in these cultures. These well, are, I'm not saying are, it has to be in that culture. These are Muslim. Could be mainly, in another culture. Mainly Muslim culture, so it's, you're right. not going to eat pig. The Muslim, right, but I'm not, that would restrict, okay, I'll go back to the Muslim culture. Go ahead. But that's why it's a sheep or a goat, right? right. Now, okay. if you get, if now, you would, it, would a sheep or a goat, would, would, is that, is there a, could there be a financial issue to your host? I mean, could your host be able to afford to give you the eye of a sheep but not the eye of a goat i don't know i don't know the market value of one okay, over well, the other useless to it. So, <laughs> the market value <laughs> i'm just thinking there's probably more sheep than goats that's all 
sacrificing an animal in someone's honor. You know, this is an old, old tradition, and it goes back. It's religious. I mean, you, you, right? You know, yes. in the Muslim religion and in the Jew, Jewish religion, the the sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even Christianity, Christianity as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, holy Christianity. So if they give you, let's say, um, the cheek of the sheep or mm-hmm. the cheek of the goat, I mm-hmm. think it's more of a sheep, actually, when they give you the cheek. That's um, a, a sheep that, cheek. That's because they, they see you as like a teacher. Someone, how chic. How chic. How sheep. <laughs> Maybe that's where the word comes from. Do you think? No, but, but it was fun to say. It's a French word. <laughs> I don't know if the French had much well, of a the French presence claim in this it. part I mean, the of French the claim world. every word that's cool. So, um, <laughs> and, and chic is certainly cool. But they didn't ever. They never. I don't think they ever had a significant historical presence in this part of the world. Well, they did in in other in North Africa, for example, and that, they that, did, and there's, absolutely, and there's those traditions there as well. And so it could bleed through there, and, and bleed that, is a, an appropriate. There word. you go. That's where I was going with it, and and you also have all these people traveling around throughout the Mediterranean into the Middle East. That's and, true, and both North Africa and and Europe. So you, you never know. That's true. So I got the, the if you get the cheek. Which, which is a podcast. I'm going to let you finish at some point, but I'm not sure what, what podcast that'll be in. Um, never mind. I'm not going to talk about the cheek. <laughs> oh, how cheek of you. Um, <laughs> just turn the other cheek. It'll be fine. But you want to know what it means to get other parts of the animal body? I, I don't know. Do I? <laughs> yes. Yes, Dean. There's a whole chart you can get. Uh, there is a chart? If you get this. It's like it a butcher mean, chart that you get. Like, it's like a butcher chart. Yeah. <laughs> it means this is how we see you. I see. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. If you got that kind of part of the body, then you're probably going, okay, I probably should get out of here as soon as I possibly can. It may be a warning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like when uh, that again going back to the Godfather, Luca Brazzi has the fish wrapped up in in or they had the the fish and they said because Luca Brazzi swims with the fishes and you were given the the fish right, right. it's a warning right? right and see there's a Mediterranean culture as well right very involved with the southern Italy very involved with the with the ocean and the sea and and, and, and nothing the, to do with goats at all and and the <laughs> Middle Eastern cultures as well yeah right. Mm. So I would say this sounds like a good time for a break. We'll be right back. Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is oopscultureshow. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. Because if you subscribe, these things will just show up for you, and you can listen to them whenever you want to. That's the best way to go, really. Honestly, I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. Well, that reminded me to talk about the fish again. That okay. Back to the Chinese banquet. Ah, uh, good. Because we Be- weren't done there. No, that's a, this is a complicated affair. Okay. And if you're invited to the Chinese banquet... Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. A traditional Chinese banquet. It, it would be important for you to know some of these these elements of it. Okay. Because now, let me ask you a question here. So, if if you're a, a, someone who's listening to this right now, and if you're not, you won't be hearing what I'm saying. So that's kind of a ridiculous thing to say on my. But side, if but you <laughs> are, and you can hear this, right? Exactly. If you can, and and you're not really involved with business travel to China, let's say, but you might go to China at some point, and you're thinking that China sounds cool. I should to visit it at some point because i'm thinking in a business association you you're you're there's a built-in relationship of some kind with with people there that you're going to um be involved with whether or not there's a banquet involved um but i would guess it's more likely in a business scenario that you're probably going the potential for a banquet would be would be more likely. i think so i think so if you're going as a tourist and likelihood that you actually even know people there that you know that will invite you to a dinner right. is far less than if you had a business relationship with okay. somebody i'm just going right. to spell it out to say you know listen if you're listening to this and you do end up going for business it's a possibility so you should really it is a real possibility it. and 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 also because these are group oriented cultures in east asia china being the yep. the yep the major one uh, there's going to be lots of people who you're going to be want they are going to want to be you to be interfacing with and to meet and there'll be lots of people that you'll need to meet so when you socialize you're going to be socializing in groups of people typically not one-on-one 
It, you could be. I mean, I don't, the nature of your business might be one on one, but but there's a greater chance that you're going to be socializing with groups, and therefore this kind of a banquet setting is far more appropriate. It's just easier. And, and the banquet, just just kind of clarifying here, because we we jumped around to different tables. I think the banquet in China does not have the eye of the goat. No, well, yeah, say it depends where in China. <laughs> well, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I in in the parts of China that you're probably going to visit that most people are going to do business in, you know, the probably major, say, you know, no, Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Guangzhou. But maybe no. in other areas of China. Well, I'm thinking, you know, out west, the western part of China that really is Central Asian culture or Central Asian culture influenced yes. out of the deserts of the west. Yes. Um, it's, it's a possibility. There's a much larger Muslim population in that right. part of China. Right. Uh, but the likelihood that most people are doing business in that region is uh, substantially less than less. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So before you before you go on with with the rest of this incredibly boring story, why, why, let's um, let's go to Torin for a minute here and say, Torin, would you look up and see if the eye of the goat being served or the eye of the sheep being served um, has any kind of separate definition to it, or if that's kind of interwoven in the uh, in the culture? Whether it that. makes a difference if it's a goat or a yeah, sheep. whether it's a goat or a sheep, yeah. Uh, I think it's what's available. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess while he looks this up that it has okay. to do with availability, which is based on right. topography and economics. Right. So I, I well yeah know, I mean that's kind of what I was more asking prevalent before. In so mountainous sure. regions and yeah that kind of well thing, of course but. availability is always going to be an issue right but but I'm just wondering if you have both. Um, does but the one prohibition mean, would be you would not have this would not happen with happen with pigs or pork. Yeah. Well, right, because or, that's or another cattle, issue. Now we're into right. We're, we're into another issue of, right. of that kind of thing. But okay, um, yeah. So if, if you can do that, did you? You were going to add something there, Torn, or, or I was or going not? to ask across cultures, across several cultures, or in one particular country. Um, good question. Where was it that you were being served the eye of the? This goat? was in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, we have so maybe Central maybe Asia, okay. Uzbekistan. Turkmenistan, Tajikistan. Okay. Okay. The Stans. Kyrgyzstan. I left the Kyrgyzstan yeah. out. Okay. Um, the Kyrgyzstanis are going to be upset. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, they, our, so far our demographic is not great there. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll. It's a very we'll interesting go. culture, and everyone should visit Kyrgyzstan if they can. Uh, absolutely. It's, I've it's, said it's that a, many, many times. It is a little different from their neighbors. They are sick of me saying that because it makes no sense to them, but, but I do. Um, yes. Okay. So, so he's looking that up and you're still at the Chinese banquet. Oh yeah. So we're in China. So now. we're, 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 not we're, in we're the looking stans. at an end to this banquet soon, right? It can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But my, <laughs> what was my point? I have no idea. I've, I've, I've been Chinese searching that for several podcasts now, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, um, I, oh, so when the oh, fish comes out, he's that's back. the sign that the banquet is coming to an end. Ah, okay. It is the it is the major presentation of all of the dishes. That's like when they turn the lights up in the bar, right? <laughs> sort of. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that you know, the, and after the, after the fish, then there's going to be a lot of noodles and buns and starchy ah, things. You're into noodles, be, buns, and starch because there's it's a way of saying, oh my, everything that. You should have eaten. Yeah. You should have eaten by now. By now. After, after the fish, it's all going to be, if you're still hungry, fill there. it up, fill it up with a bun, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then there'll be some, some desserts, but understand that Chinese desserts are very different from Western desserts, traditional Chinese desserts. Uh, it could be just fruit or um, sometimes a very sweet soup served in an elegantly carved large melon. Mm. Nice, is, it, it, but it's a dessert soup. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah? So that's um that's sometimes a traditional Chinese. Well, anyway, when the fish comes out, yeah, okay, we got the fish out. Right. There. This is a whole you'll, fish. You'll notice now that the waiter does something special with this. Okay, okay, and that would be In, instead of just serving the 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 food like he's done with every other dish. Yeah, he will take the um uh, the bone. I'll get the flesh off one side of the fish and mm -hmm. pass it around to like half the table. Mm -hmm. The other half of the table will get the flesh that's on the underside of the central bone. Mm -hmm. So instead of flipping the fish over, he mm -hmm. will not do that. Mm -hmm. He will lift the center bone of the fish out mm -hmm. okay. and then access the remaining flesh and give it to the rest of the table. Oh, okay. The reason you do not flip the fish over is because to do so would be very bad luck. 
because it symbolizes that the fisherman's boat will capsize. Really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So no, they will never flip it over. Huh. That's very bad. Now, there's a lot of luck and symbolism involved in the banquet, as I was saying. Yeah, sure. Do you want me to continue? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> But I'm probably going to have to have you. No, I, I will say this. That's that's. I find that very interesting because I have filleted many, many things, many fish. Oh, well, fish. Th- fish. Let's stick with fish because the other one, I'm, you know, I can't go back. The squirrel to on the road. We're not. I'm good. not allowed in Kansas anymore okay. because of that. So, um, but it, it was, um, it, yeah. I've I have filleted many fish, and um, it, and the the best way to do it is to do exactly what you just described. And it because then it's 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 actually easier and you get more with it. You're you're more likely to get the bones out cleaner and you leave more meat. If you try to slice the meat off of the bones, you're going to actually end up leaving more on the bone. And you see that's a wonderful example, Tom, I think of how cultural traditions develop yeah there's always a practical aspect to it that's, it. that's the base yeah. right and then a certain symbolism and a certain metaphor it becomes a metaphor becomes a, a worthwhile story to tell if you do it a certain way uh that develops well also wouldn't you be more tradition. prone to do it that way if you ran the possibility of it would make your boat flip over when you're out there yeah, why risk that? I mean, you don't have to do this, but uh, you'll probably die if you don't. Yeah, so, so let's do it this way. Yeah. And we're going to get more out of it anyway. So right. it works. It just works. works. All works. That's it. It just yeah. works. And then along the way, it, the other stuff gets lost and it becomes good luck. Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, you just filleted your fish a lot better. So. That's right. Nice. That's right. That's yeah. right. Now, notice at the banquet that when a dish comes out, whether mm-hmm. it's the fish or anything, the waiter will put a little on... One or two plates, maybe everybody at the table, depending on how big the table is. But generally, like the honored piece of people at the table, it'll, it'll put the, and then you're all invited to take from the central dish that's the, on the, the lazy, lazy Susan, Susan, Susan kind right. of turning. Yeah, thing. don't yeah. spin that sucker around. No, you know, they don't like that. No, no, you, I'm surprised. Spin it slowly. It's not like a roulette wheel or anything. No. And it's perfectly fine to go back for seconds. You know, that's an honor. So you can think. go back around because you're oh, saying yes. I really like the food. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in China and in many of these cultures, what you want to do is, if you don't want any more food, yeah. then leave food on your plate. Yes. But if you want more food, you're always invited to go back and take more. Be, now, if you eat everything that's on your plate, yeah. then you are obligating the person next to you or the waiter mm-hmm. to then put more food on your plate. Okay. Because obviously you're still hungry. And you're, telling a, you're, t- you're giving a signal that you want more. Right. So but it, as but opposed the, to eating it all because you're being polite. Right. But okay. in the West, we're often told, eat everything on your plate. Eat everything on your plate. And we're told that often. This is a thing in the U.S. People will say because there are starving people out there. But it could be in cultures where they would be leaving their food on their plate because they're telling people they don't want anymore. We, and that issue of starvation See, is Because I knew is my real parents one. had a little game going there. I knew they were fooling me with that just to try to get me to eat those, those beans. That's all. They were just they were just trying to get me with that. Well, I'm sure they were. Yeah, they they so, were doing the best. Were you a skinny kid? Were you, were you, absolutely. Were you not an eater? I was. Uh, I thought I was an eater. I ate what I wanted. Wait, this is turning yeah, into I ate my. Everything. Uh, you know, should I lie down here on the sofa to to talk to you about this? <laughs> I was therapy I, or something. <laughs> I'm just curious. That's oh well, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I was skinny and I ate. I and I ate bizarrely. Is that a word? It is now. How would you spell that? Bizarrely, B I Z, double Z. Is it a double Z? It's a double Z. I believe it is. Well, bizarre is a double Z in that or in that sense. I think it's a double is, Z. Is one Z, but B-A-Z-Z it becomes Z would be a, the other bizarre. No, bizarre has a one Z. That's right. It's B I Z A R E. Correct. Is that or is it two yes. R's and an E? Two R's. Okay. See, but I knew the, there was a double. But if in it there, becomes but... bizarrely, do you drop an R and add a Z? I think you drop the E. And put an L-Y on it. How's that? And if hey, it's, I'm making up this word. And if it's bizarre <laughs> like a souk. If it's bizarre like a souk. Well, I mean, the souk may have been bizarre to you, but perhaps not to others. <laughs> if you're in the right bizarre, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that, now you're going B-A, correct? 
No, I, I sometimes fly BA, but I often fly American or <laughs> some other airline. B-A-Z-A-A-R. Mm-hmm. There you go. Am I correct on that? That's I correct. think that's right. And if yes. something is if something is you have like, to have a double something in, in any word that's pronounced bizarre. Right. Because it'd be bizarre. It's bizarre. Right. Right. And if if I'm trying <laughs> what to the spell, heck are we talking about? No, no. <laughs> oh wait. Help me with this wait, because, um, uh, help because me. this is come uh, in some of the things I write, I'm this is gonna be important. Okay. If something if I'm writing a word that talks about things that are like a bazaar right that would be bizarrely it would be like a bazaar as in the noun bazaar yes okay a souk right so, so that you're would be saying turning that into an adverb yes so like That's a stretch or, or you, you wouldn't say bizarrely you would say bazaar ish bizarrish would be which would be far more appropriate or, in that case or yes. bizarresque Yes, either of those would work better. You see, I've than always been confused it's about. It's hard to stretch a noun into an adverb like that, uh. but we do it all the time. But there you go. So, welcome to the English language and what you didn't know. Well, what's the difference between the 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 e, the esh, and the isk? Tune in next week <laughs> when <laughs> bizarrely, bizarrish. Bizarres. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, but nobody's heard it. I, I don't know that that's true either. <laughs> I, we may have actually done I don't know if we did it in a podcast or not. I have no idea. But anyway, yes, it, it, I, there are definitions for those. Would you Would you like me to take you through them? The fine distinctions between using those endings. I and think you this... have to know those endings, otherwise you're not saying things correctly and, it, and so forth. Right? Yeah, that'd be interesting. And there aren't eight people in the country who actually, in, in the United States, who know the difference. That's in, sad, in, because there English. should be more. Well, there should there should be. <laughs> but this is a bad news program. I know because we're talking about things that you may not be interested in, and you may and you may not enjoy. And well, you may who not doesn't like, enjoy? You know? who doesn't enjoy chomping down on a goat's eye? Come right. on, come on, seriously. Um, I think that's that's that should be something that we adopt here and 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 use in in the United States. Or not. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Okay, it's probably time to take one last break. Got any questions for us? Well, if you do, there's a couple of ways to get hold of us. First of all, on email, our email address is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our handle on Twitter is oopscultureshow. Pretty clever, huh? So talk to us. But I wanted to talk about the second most difficult thing that I put in my mouth. And this was a mound of freshly fried mosquitoes. Really? Yes. And that's that's intriguing. And did you did you uh, know you were putting that in your mouth? Yes, I did. And this was in the Yucatan. I can vouch for the fact that they have plenty of mosquitoes in the Yucatan. No, this was a this was a uh, a famous local dish of basically I, you wouldn't really call them mosquitoes. Maybe they were mosquitoes, but more like light bugs. You this know, story's those light, falling apart rapidly. Like you know, those like light bugs that fly around. Like lightning bugs? No, um, <laughs> these like dragonfly. <laughs> what the heck are you? Do, uh, dragonfly flies? No, not dragonflies. <laughs> but dragonfly-ish. Dragonfly-esque. Um, dragonfly-y. Fly-y. Yeah, we don't want to go there. Much more, much more, much more effervescent than that, though. I'm much more uh, than a dragonfly. Yeah, we're, now we're searching somewhere for between bugs. a mosquito and a dragonfly. But, like, but this is not a moth. No, these it's, are very what's the delicate. Light got to do with very it? delicate. It's a delicate, like a mayfly type thing. A mayfly type thing. Okay. So there's a whole mound of them. It could be something like that in the Yucatan, sure. Yeah, okay, there's a whole mound of them. I mean, maybe a foot high or half a foot high on my plate Uh of fried whatever these things are. No, seriously? A half a foot high? Really? Six inches? Because what they do is they they grab them, they dip them in batter, Uh and they fry them up. Wow. Just real quick. Okay. Real fast. Yeah, yeah. And it's hot and it's crispy and it's tasty and it's salted. Okay. I tell you, you know, what did it taste like? Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> no. I'm wrong. No, it tasted like something fried, uh, you know? Uh, yeah. It the was fried it, stuff. It was very, it was fun. And I love fried stuff. So who doesn't? Now, so what made it difficult was knowing what it was ahead of time. Of course. And, and the moral of the story is sometimes don't ask. Don't ask. Just don't ask. Go ahead and eat it. Assume good. 
because it really was not, it was fine. It was crispy and salty and tasty and yeah. I think it's time to check back in with Torn and see uh, what he's got for any kind of answers for us. I mean, we are waiting for an answer from you again, aren't we? You are, and I sort of have an answer. What do you got for us with goats and sheep? Yeah, so I've got uh, food in Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan. So in Uzbekistan, um, we have mutton, sheep, and common and uh, chicken rather are very commonly eaten. So I think essentially in my research, what I'm seeing is it's the most common animals um, that are there that will be eaten most commonly, which which makes sense. So in Uzbekistan, mutton, sheep, mm-hmm. and chicken, um, beef, camel meat, and goat meat is served in some places. So it sounds like goat maybe a little bit more rare. Um, and it also mentions okay. all part of the sheep, doesn't mention goat, but it, all parts of the sheep, including eyeballs, brains, head, and tail, are eaten. Um, so that's Uzbekistan. Yes, in right. Kazakhstan, um, it mentions that the most common meats are horse, camel, cow, and sheep, with cow and uh, sheep meat being the most common. Horse and camel are more of a festive meat, so for festivities, most commonly come out. Um, I, I, I would always, eat, I would always, be, I, I, Every time I eat camel and horse, I'm just feeling so much more festive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Start dancing. Yes. Absolutely. That's what we're having for lunch today. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> you don't even need you don't even need the wine. It just makes me up it not only festive, it makes me frivolous. You're, I, and, you're just, and optimistic, I'm sure. Giddy. Giddy almost. <laughs> and it it sounds like family finances have quite a bit to do with it as well. Uh Beshbarmak in Beshbarmak in Kazakhstan is the most common, most popular Kazakh dish, um, which consists of boiled horse or mutton meat. So again, um, more common meats, um, or perhaps more uh, easily accessible parts of the animal, whereas kazi uh, is horse meat sausage, and only the wealthy can afford uh, kazi in Kazakhstan. So it, I think both finances and how common the animals are kind of have to do with it. Okay. Well, we, we sort of knew that then, right? Yeah, absolutely fascinating, but no additional insight. <laughs> None whatsoever. No. So thanks a lot. No problem. Thanks a lot. See if we ask you to look anything up again. <laughs> <laughs> now listen let, let me just ask you a quick question because you you um no one in our podcast would know this other than maybe someone who knows you but um you actually spent two years in jordan I did. in the peace corps yes and um during that time uh some of these issues kind of came up during some of the eeds the festivals right. and things of what was served and and did you find there was the the, the economic factor came into play also when you were in different parts of the country there for sure and i'm even i'm using a little bit of my experience in jordan to say it has to do with family finances as well as most co- what's most common there because chicken was by far mm-hmm. and away the most common animal um there and so almost every large meal i had even if not for an eid even just you know if i um, had been away and was coming back and someone uh, was kind enough cook to cook for me um it would most often be chicken in in the meal um, occasionally okay. I had lamb, okay. so lamb was considered a bit more rarefied. Um, the most rarefied meat, which I, I actually never had, um, was camel meat. And I was told by the families that I interacted with that that was considered very rarefied and really only the most wealthy families in Jordan would serve camel meat as part of a dish. And, you know, that makes sense. The animal that um, is the beast of burden. Beast of burden. Mm-hmm. You, you're going mm-hmm. to need to take care of that. Okay, yeah. take care of you that don't have animal. Extra ones mm-hmm. that you're, exactly. And yeah. only when you can spare them. Either right. they're they're old. So you would have to be exactly. wealthy enough to. to and be you able don't to want do to that. kill mm-hmm. an old camel for its meat because it's just not as tasty. The meat wouldn't be as good. So right. if you can afford to spare and kill a young, tasty camel, right? For just to be able to eat it means you can afford to not have that as a beast of burden. Mm-hmm. You got to be wealthy. That exactly. would be wealthy. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, very good, very good. That that uh, elevated your answer. We are now allowing you to research for us. Again. Oh, excellent! Thank you. But I I need to to say one more thing. I'm not Chinese surprised. Banquet. I am not surprised at all. <laughs> we got the fish out and the noodles. So what what else do you have? Well, for us? I I just want to remind people that there there are certain ceremonies throughout that you need to be sensitive to. And okay. in China, the traditional cutlery is the chopstick, mm, right? Mm. So you're going to be offered the chopsticks. And if you know how to use chopsticks, definitely use them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you're not too good with your chopsticks, use them anyway, because it becomes an opportunity for the person next to you, the 
Chinese fellow who's maybe hosting you to build a relationship with you, to show you the right way Uh or to admire the way you're doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a source of conversation Mm -hmm. and just some basic rules, right? Never cross your chopsticks to make an X over your plate. Mm -hmm. That's really bad luck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never separate your chopsticks so that each one is on the side of the plate. Okay. Separate sides of the plate. Right. Because that's really bad luck. Okay. And always keep them together. At a banquet, you may be offered a little chopstick rest to put the tips of your chopstick on mm-hmm. as opposed to putting them on the side of your plate. Mm-hmm. Either one is fine. A more elegant meal might have a separate little chopstick rest for your for the tips of your chopsticks. Okay. okay? And the most important thing is never stick them standing upright in, in your rice bowl. Oh, in the rice bowl. Oh, yeah, everybody gets a little in individual rice bowl at your table setting. Right. And uh, you can eat the rice with your with your food. That's fine. Um, but never stick your chopsticks standing up in your rice bowl because that is a sign of death in China. Yeah. Because traditionally, when somebody died, they would take, the family would take their that person's personal chopsticks and put it in a bowl of rice and put the bowl of rice at the head of the coffin. Uh, at the funeral. This was mm. food for the going over, mm. for moving from life to death. Okay. For, for the journey. Okay. And so it's a symbol of death. And sure. You don't want to do that at a happy banquet. No. Let me, um, let me just reinforce my concept of uh, negativity. Pessimism. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dean, thank you for enlightening us and making us feel really awful about things and then making us feel much better about things. It's my job. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Torin, for all of your work over there. My pleasure. And I'm I'm still Tom Peterson, as I think I said somewhere along the line here. So uh, we're going to see you again at the next podcast. Don't forget to eat more nata. And more nata. Everyone, more nata. <laughs> more please. nata. Life is better with nata. And, and um, remember also that, um, oops... Your Your culture's showing. showing. Smell ya. Just want to bother you one last time to say we're a brand new podcast here at Oops, Your Culture's Showing, and we could really use your help by subscribing to the podcast. And not to mention that if if you hung around this long and, and you liked what you heard, Well, this makes it just easier for you to get the podcast. They'll pop up for you whenever they're released. So you can listen to them on your phone or your computer or however you listen to them. And it's easy to get, too. Just subscribe using iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really isn't hard, and we could really use your support. So from all of us here at Oops, Your Culture Showing, thanks. Thanks.